Welcome to China Horse Business, the one and only podcast focusing on the booming Chinese equine market, bringing to you by two experts of Chinese equine industry, Zoe King and Wen Li from Shanghai and Beijing, introducing China to the world. This is a special episode for Golden Week 2022, co-hosted by Zoe King and Money Ma from Shanghai and Beijing. Hello, everyone. I'm glad to be joined by a good friend and partner, Money Ma, for today's episode, a Golden Week special. Hi, Money. Could you please introduce a bit yourself to our listeners? Of course. Hello, everyone. It is delight for me to join this episode. To give a little bit introduction about myself, I was born and raised in the Spring City, Kunming, Yunnan Province. I graduated from Sun Yat-sen University, majored in tourism management. Well, after graduation, my growth path has been strongly related to horses. In 2015, I went to Dubai and started horseback riding by chance. I quite like the sport and even served as volunteer at riding for the Disabled Association in Dubai. Then I was lucky enough to be shortlisted for the DITI program started by Godolphin, i.e., Dubai International Thoroughbred Internship based in Ireland, where I was, you know, overwhelmed by the whole thoroughbred industry. What truly made me devoted into the horse industry was my entrepreneurial experience as a co-founder of Equine Thirty Seven Equestrian Clubs. We have started two equestrian clubs on the rooftop of urban shopping centers, which I believe was a special picture only prevailed in China. For me, the three years of entrepreneurship has really benefited me in a comprehensive way, but also given me mixed feelings: happy, sad, fear, tears, good story. Now I have freed myself and been wandering around China, getting to know interesting people still devoted in horse industry and helping certain clubs to optimize their operation management. If I think it deserves the effort, what a great journey in equine industry, Money! This special episode is dedicated to Golden Week. Shall we introduce what is Golden Week to our audience, just in case that they didn't hear of it yet? Sure, the Golden Week stands for the seven consecutive holidays from October first to seventh in the celebration of China National Day, which is the first of October. This is one of the two longest public holiday. The other one is the Chinese Lunar New Year holiday. The Golden Week holiday has been implemented by Chinese government since nineteen ninety nine, and it is primarily intended to help expand the domestic tourism market and improve the national standard of living, as well as allowing people to make long distance family visits. This year, under the zero COVID policy, some companies have asked employees not to leave their city of residence during the Golden Week holidays, while many schools are forcing students that have traveled outside their city to stay away from school for a specific time period. But a report published by China's largest online travel agency, Seachips, said that spending on local tourism increased by thirty percent during China's Golden Week holiday this year. What does it mean, local tourism? I think it means traveling your city or its suburbs, not going too far away in fear of potential lockdown risks. Right, and I think in addition to the distance, local tourism also means that people are spending time to explore new areas and experience in their cities. Horse riding is definitely a good choice. Absolutely. Money, 
You were on a project for a Beijing-based equestrian club during the Golden Week this year. How it went? Was it crowded every day? What's interesting is、um, COVID nineteen for clubs is a mixed blessing. On one hand, it did affect the natural flows on the whole. On the other hand, since people have very limited options inside or outside Beijing to spend their holidays, equestrian clubs have become a nice choice for them to kill the time with kids. So yeah, we have received more guests during the Golden Week and even organized a camp for our members' kids, where they could release themselves from tedious babysitting, grab a cup of coffee, sit, relax, and enjoy the precious holiday. Great, Manny, you have solely experience in equestrian club management in China. From your perspective, what's the most important part of the puzzle is missing most of the time in a Chinese equestrian club? Or what's the hardest part to improve when an equestrian club wants to upgrade their management? Uh, this is a very good question. I do have strong desire to share about this topic, but I will try to hold myself considering our limited time. The deadly weak point for Chinese equestrian club is talent. The right people, the qualified personnel like you and me. Um, just kidding. By qualified,、mm-hmm. I mean first you need to be devoted, willing to spend time to understand the complex animal. But to be honest, the industry was underestimated and not that attractive to well-educated talents. So the lack of expertise in coaching team will lead to medical horse training, riding level, and unsatisfactory coaching level. Besides, most managers at equestrian clubs didn't grasp the way of making the club lucrative. Which made it harder to attract talent. However, things are getting better in recent years. More and more professional managers in other industries join the game. There is definitely something to look forward to. Yeah, very insightful. Um, you know, running an equestrian club is a labor-intensive and high expenditure task. According to your experience, what are the main resources of equestrian clubs' income? Membership fees, competition sign-up fees, anything else? Well, membership fees and coaching fees are absolutely the biggest resource of a club's income. But、oh. since the cost and expenditures of an equestrian club is inevitably high, we need to enlarge resources of our income, like seeking for horse owners who could afford a horse and is willing to pay extra for horse living and training. Besides, we need to maximize our horses' value by renting them out to campaigns, photography institutions, etc. Meanwhile, we are collaborating with other entities like banks, insurance companies, sports car owners' club to hold gatherings and functions. Thank you very much for sharing these valuable insights. If there's anything we can add up to this special episode in October, is that China will hold the twentieth Chinese Communist Party Congress from October sixteenth for one week. This party congress is holded every five years in Beijing. The main topic is to announce the new party leadership and set the general directions. It is definitely a big moment to watch. Everyone is trying to find some signals of potential lifting of zero COVID policy out of the lengthy statement. To better prepare this congress, Beijing residents are encouraged not to travel out of Beijing if not necessary, and people from other cities are persuaded not to go to Beijing during this period of time, mostly for COVID prevention. 
Well, I guess you have to stay put. I better do. Well, all right, Manny. I'm thrilled to have you on our podcast today for this Golden Week special. Thank you, Zoe, for having me on the show. So fun to hang out with you today. Cool. Since you work during the public holiday, you will have a few well-deserved time off day this week. Take a good rest and enjoy. I will. Hope it's not too hard for you to go back to work. Better not. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. This podcast is co-hosted by Zoe King and Wen Li, powered by Wonder Horse, a business solution provider focusing on Chinese equine market and a bespoke equestrian community in China.